There you are. Oh, I thought we'd have to do the show without you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Podcasting will, will be put real. Grandpa and chill, grandson and friends. Podcasting will, Grandpa and chill, will be put real, grandson and friends. With your host, Grandpa Bart and Brandon Fox. Finest Jackson and Sierra Doss. This is Grandpa and chill. Hello, welcome to Grandpa and Chill. I'm your host, <laughs> Finest, with your millennial host, Brandon, and our wonderful producer, Sierra, and our two great uh, guests today, Andrea and John. And that is Grandpa and Chill. Welcome to our show. Uh, Grandpa is. MIA at the moment, but I'm sure when he comes in, it'll be a great intro. There you go, Brandon. Yeah, Grandpa. Uh, he, he keeps he keeps calling me, and it it's just weird music that's playing. So we're gonna leave that for now. <laughs> it um, might be a message. You might be listening listen closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. There's you Morse have, code in there. You have to play the music backwards. <laughs> Zoom and enhance. Um, cool. Today we're talking about love. Um, with our two in-house lovebirds, John and Andrea, so Aww. cool. Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited. We we think uh, there's a possible chance we're subject matter experts on this, but we'll see. <laughs> We've been doing that more and more, and it's uh, always my favorite episodes. So that's well, good. Is there uh, some type of accolade that make y'all master makes you? Uh... The Masters of Love. Have you guys been together for quite a while? Well, I tell you, we were tested by COVID. Um, we moved together, moved in together. We've been two and a half years, right, baby? Two and a half years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all of the sins. Say that. Past, I think we're talking to Grandpa. Yeah. It's okay. No, no. Continue. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been two and a half years, and COVID, of course, made us make a decision. We had to make a decision on where to live, and we decided we'd do COVID together. And uh, that's a test of love right there. You're going to find out in a big hurry whether you intended to be together when you're 24-7 locked down in a in a small place, and uh, you're either laughing with each other or you're not, and we were. And, uh, <laughs> it was working. It was really great. Yeah, We've had a good a good time. That's just the beginning. I mean, we can go deep if you want, but uh, compatibility, I think, is the number one issue. And we found that early, very early, like best friends. Like I like to say, do you remember when you were a kid, there was always somebody in the neighborhood who couldn't wait to get up to go see, right? And your parents sometimes mm -hmm. wouldn't let you out of the house because it was too early, but you wanted to go over and see Peter or Jimmy or whomever it was. Because you and Jimmy and Peter had a great time together. Everything you did was fun. And, uh, you know, some of the warmest times of your life when you were with friends like that. Well, that's how we feel. And I really haven't had that since I was a kid and with no responsibilities. So we play well. Wow. We have no expectations of each other other than to care for each other and care for each other well. And we're blessed. How Very long have you guys been together? I might have missed that. Yeah, it, I think I think the safe way to say that is just under three years. Just under three years, amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we're both. I, I, 
Go ahead, fine. I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. You're about to say something. This is you're the you're the expert. Well, we're you know <laughs> we're previous previously we've been in relationships and married and all the rest of it, and I think that you know we both probably along the way internally just figured out that we weren't going to accept it, you know anything that wasn't our vision of what we thought love ought to be and. You know, what's the definition? There's all kinds of definitions, but for us, it's pretty simple. I think we all value freedom. We value our freedom to be ourselves in every way. And I think, you know, I know I feel freer with her than I do without her because she finds things in the, in me that empower me uh, to be me. And it's joyous. Yeah. It's joyous. I, I have a question for you, too. I guess this is, <clears throat> this is kind of hard. So take take your time when you, when you answer because... I, I <clears throat> sorry, you're talking about not having expectations for each other, and that's what love's about. Um, and I, my dad says stuff like that, but too a lot. And I like the word like expectations, but at the same time, you guys were saying you guys meet each other's expectations of each other. So, like, how does that how does that work? We, we <laughs> you know, like each you, other. we respect each other, yeah, and we validate each other. But and, right. And, and, you know, we don't have expectations of each other, but yet we're responsible for each other. Right. You know? Yeah. And we need to, we have a responsibility to take care of ourselves so that we then are prepared to take care of each other, the other. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're not doing that, then you're not doing the work. Um, yeah. Like we're never waiting for one of us to fail at something or test somebody or, you know, we don't make fun of each other. We we lift each other up and no tests. No, no tests, tests. No like cool remarks. Uh when I when I wanted to find someone, I, I knew I didn't know what I wanted, I just knew what I didn't want. And that that's mm -hmm. where I started with John. And he just he just started to slowly show me what I what I did want and what I was missing. And it continues. Mm -hmm. We always say every day gets better. Did you but guys? Uh, that, you know, yeah. Sorry. Go on. You, you, you got me thinking yeah. about that question. That That's a good question. And, you know, my answer that you have to have responsibility for each other is probably only part of it. Um, because you, you really, you really do have to lift the other person up and part of the joy of love is watching the growth and development of the other person in part because of your contribution to them in their life so i guess another way of saying that is you know i certainly feel a sense of ownership to be bringing her something of value that she can use that will make and that if she accepts it will make her better um and that's just joy it's a gift right if i can give her that it's a gift. So it's not really having an expectation of her. It's sort of giving her a thought or an idea or validation or something that, that makes her maybe try something she wouldn't have tried before and feel better about herself for it. You know, and she does the same for me. She believes in me. I was on, I was on yeah. one of your podcasts a while ago and I, and I, I mean, you guys have me singing a song. I'm singing a song. Well, that's her. That you know, yeah. she said, hey, you know, you need to get on this podcast and sing a song because she believed in me and she encouraged me to do it. And I did it. And I felt good about it. Now, uh, 
Brandon <laughs> asked me at the end, hey, tell us about your stuff. Where can we, you know, send people to find you? Well, I, um, I bought all kinds of stuff. I've got, you know, Created <laughs> recording, I got recording equipment and I'm going to start a channel. I'm, I'm going to start a channel. That makes me really happy, man. And break out. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah YOLO. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, I, man, this is such a good topic for love because I didn't know you're putting uh, putting this up here for for Brandon, but it's a cool one because um, you can talk about it for days, really. But um, like even I don't know, giving somebody your time, like you're like you said, there's something that she may want and she accepts it or not. Um, I think that's a big part of it too, like genuinely like accepting what someone has to offer them, and and you know, I yeah, I, I that's really cool. I like it. Um, like what you're saying there. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, 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 go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to ask uh, this sort of what you were looking for sounds so mature. And I was wondering if this is something that you guys could have uh, discovered or set for yourselves in your early or mid 20s, you know, five, 10 years ago. I, I will take that on. Go ahead. My answer to that would be. No. And, and the reason is, or would have been not because I would have intuitively felt what I would like to have love feel like to me in all the ways that we've described. Uh, but because I probably didn't know how to do it either, you know? Um, and I might not even have known myself well enough. So um, I wasn't that great a partner, you know? So, um, I've learned. And as Andrea said, she kind of almost didn't know what she wanted. She knew what she didn't want. <laughs> I just knew what I was, I was the giver in my old relationship and, but I didn't get back and no. that I didn't change that way. But then I met John and he accepts everything I give him. He accepts the love I give him. He accepts my conversation. He, um, like I said, he builds me up. Like I went back to school. Uh, he's done so much for me. It's because he loves me and he, his favorite verse to me is he'll tell me every day, you are enough. Andrea, you are enough. And I just starting to believe it. Actually, I do believe it now. Yeah. But I didn't understand it until he kept saying it and then he would explain it. And then I say, I am enough. Now I tell other people you're enough. Yeah. You don't have to meet everybody else in the world's expectations. You know, you just have to be yourself because you're enough, you know, just be yourself. But here's what I say about Andrea, which makes it easy for me. You know, there's a couple of things I can depend on in my life. Number one, that the sun is going to come up in the east. So if I want to see the sun come up in the east, all I have to do is go down to the ocean and take a look early in the morning. And there's that sun, just like I knew it would be there. It's right there. Right. And if I want to find love, all I have to do is look in, Andrea's eyes, and it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> so it's like, wow, who, who would fool around smooth. with something like that, man? Who John's got yeah. all the game. I, wow. Let me tell you the smile on Andrea's face. Like, yeah, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's me. I'm dead. Wow. <laughs> For love, I look right in your eyes. Uh, that's me. Remember. I'll remember that forever. Oh my god. Not near, not far, right here, baby. Wow. I'm gonna remember. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that one. So, so my question is to to us fools in our twenties. 
I mean, you were saying that you personally were maybe not at a, a place to find it then. What would your advice be to someone that is experiencing the world, growing older, looking to find meaningful connections, not wanting to be stuck in toxic bullshit, you know? Yeah. It's hard out here. No, it, it it's way hard out there. And there's so many expectations and distractions that become decisions which frankly are compromises as against what's best for you. But, you know, we need to make money. We make commitments to other people. We have children, all beautiful, all beautiful, but more beautiful if you've done it with somebody who you've chosen carefully. Uh, so I guess it's sort of like really get in touch with your own priorities. What is it that matters the most to you as a human being, as a person? And, and, uh, and, and don't, let go of that and really don't spend a lot of time with anybody who's not understanding who you are and what you want for yourself and helping you move forward to achieve what you want for yourself. Just, just, you, you know, you, people come and go and, and we hang with them for various reasons. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a moment, sometimes it's a season, but, uh, make sure that's where you belong and that, and that it's moving you forward towards where you want to be. Because if you don't do that, you're basically selling out. And I'm promising you, it'll catch up with you. It's just a matter of time. You won't be able to stand it anymore. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, all right, all right, I got to move on. And now it's going to be messy. And so if you can avoid that, that'd be great. It's hard. It is very hard. And I, I was unsuccessful, you know, um, at that age. <laughs> it's very difficult. But life is sweeter yeah. and richer if you're able to do it. And I see people who do it and, I, you know, friends of mine along the way. And I don't know whether they got lucky or they were just smarter than me, but I admire them for it. And uh, I'm actually envious of them from time to time. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are these are all tough questions because I'm thinking like what I heard earlier was um from Andrea, like, I know what I don't want. And I'm like, well, she must have got that way because of experiences. So she's learned about herself. And then you said, you know, you got to know yourself to like, you know, have a good relationship. But then some people get lucky and don't even know who they are. And then they meet someone and they're there with them for forever. They're married. Um, they're going on the 30th wedding anniversary. You know, they travel with their kids wow. and, you know. And that's, I mean, isn't that nuts to, to you? Because like 30 years ago, you were not the right. same person, we right? We say how different it would be like if we did and then, in our 20, 20s or 30s and we had children. And if we had this kind of love, how our my daughters were raised beautifully. I mean, I did a great job with them and John did a great job with his. But uh, to see they never saw on my end a parental love. Their parents showed that love. If they could have ever mm -hmm. as children witnessed this love that we have if they would have been more secure, like with men and stuff like that. But, um, but then we wouldn't have had our girls. He has three girls and I have three girls. So, um, oh, but, wow. but, but we don't talk about that anymore because we say, you know what, now we have from this time, I tell them I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life. So, um, and that's gonna be a long time. So imagine that reunion, her three mm -hmm. daughters and my three daughters. That's going to be, that'll be a big holiday. <laughs> <laughs> planning yeah. on renting a big house maybe in Maine and just with a big wraparound porch and just sticking them out there and just having them commingle somehow and get to know each other. Yeah, they can't come in until they're friends. <laughs> so, so, so they haven't so met. Nice. 
They haven't met. The kids haven't met yet. No, COVID, oh, wow. COVID really made that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen my daughter. My daughters live in California, and I haven't seen mm. them since before COVID. One of them lives in upstate mm-hmm. New York, and I haven't seen her since just before COVID. But, you know, that's part of what this summer is all about is reuniting the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys okay cool. with uh, telling us how you met? Was, uh... Sure. <laughs> we met on Bumble. <laughs> we met on a dating nice. app. Amazing. Shout out to Bumble. Now, how sexy Bumble. is that? Uh, that's cool. Because well, yeah, the woman it. gets to choose the man. So, you know, I was doing really? My left, swiping. My left okay. hand was killing me. And then John's face came up yeah. and I, I went right. And I said, I remember what I said to him. I said, hi, handsome. And he wrote back. Hi, beautiful. And then Game. we exchanged phone numbers. My my main my main my number one rule was wow. they you have to live within a mile away because I live in the city, and you know I gave my daughter my car because I don't need it. And my main rule was you got to live one mile away um, because I want to be able to go home after. I don't want to be you know shipped out to New Jersey or shipped out to the suburbs. That's and not smart. Get home. And there has to be a man around one mile of my vicinity of where I live. And then number two was you have to have your own place um, without children living at home because I've done that already. You know, I've done the whole children thing. You can have children, but you just can't be home. They can't be home and you can't be raising them. <laughs> mm. What and was you- your first Bumble date that you guys went on? Well, um, We'd spoken a few times and I invited her to go to a Chinese restaurant, asked her if she liked Asian, you know, and she did. So, uh, we went to, um, an Asian restaurant in Philadelphia. Um, we met. She was late, but, uh, that's okay. <laughs> but I, and I lost, I lost my, my sneakers because I ran from work 15 blocks. And of course, when you need a city bus, they're nowhere to be found. So I'm running, mm. I'm running, I'm running because my boss was late. And I ripped my sneakers off about a block away and put my boots on and just left my sneakers behind. So I lost my sneakers on that date. Go ahead. I know. I came in. I was all sweaty. Oh, I my just, God. I went, I went fumbling through the door. You know, complete mess. And then she walked through the door. She was this gorgeous, sweet mess. I mean, I, this is beautiful. This is great. I mean, nobody yeah, tries that. Yeah, my mind. Hard, right? You know, Maybe Andrea has all the game. I don't know. No. I, Power couple. No, I think. Yeah, this is a power This is pretty couple. even. It looks like, it looks like it's, it's a, it seems like a, a pretty, it's pretty so easy. That's it. So she's on Bumble, Bumble just rushing in all hot, sweaty. Right, she's all be like, sweaty, oh, yeah. just like, you know, text yeah. them there. I'll be there in a couple minutes and 10 minutes later. This is what you got. Running. Couldn't find an Uber or a, or a bus. Showed up Showed still up. flawless. Speaking of late. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, woo. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's uh, Grandpa's first love, Comcast, that he's on the phone with for our audio <laughs> listeners right now. Um, he's he's had a bit of internet troubles, but we're all here now. Um, well, wait, wait, you guys hear about where he asked me to go on our second date? Go ahead. The shoe store. No, I wish. <laughs> that later. would have been that would have been the smoothest move of all, Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, no. So we 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 were uh, we were at that first dinner, and it was so easy. It was going so well, and and I've been alone for a long time. I've been alone for eight or nine years, living in my own place, and 
I had very little interest in pursuing any kind of relationship, you know? Um, so it was kind of odd for me to find myself sitting across from a, a woman and being that comfortable, uh, just like into it. So I knew that I had a black tie event coming up in a couple of weeks. And normally I would have just gone to that alone because it's a, you know, a group of people that's a, that are important to me. And I don't want to be bringing, I didn't at the time want to be bringing women in and out of there you know, because they're like, hey, all right, who's he got with them now? So, um, yet I thought it might be something that she would enjoy. So I said to her, this, you're going to think this is like kind of almost a, a, a really weird, freaky question. And I don't mean this in a weird, in a weird way. And if, if you, the answer is no, I certainly understand and respect that. But I have this black tie event coming up in two weeks and, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go alone, but I, there's room to bring somebody. And if you like to go, you know, I'd, I'd love to have you. Well, she did. Um, so our first date was like this black tie thing. Uh, it was a dinner and a lot of people around there that, that had never really seen me bring anybody to such a thing. Cause normally, as I say, I, I would go alone, but we had a wonderful evening. We had, we had just a beautiful time. And, and I uh, showed up, I went, I bought a black dress. I bought, I, I think it's the, the, the best I've ever dressed in my life. I no, just, yes. One of the best. No, yeah, you've done. Wow. No, 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 no. Up, up until that time. Oh, up until that time, I wore heels. She's like, I, I know I've upped my game, but <laughs> right. oh, back I've, then. I've upped my game since then. Like, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yes. Yeah. So, oh, and the Uber driver, the 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 streets were closed, and if if I was going to be late again, so I said, let me out here. <laughs> so I ran seven blocks in my heels in my dress to get to the prime rib. I think it was. Uh, for drinks first beforehand. I remember everything we do. Um, supposed to, I don't know if we're supposed to say that. It's oh, like a free ad. Sorry. So um, anyway, so anyway, no, it's all right. And then um, there, you know, I felt like a sweaty mess there too, but I wasn't. She wasn't. What you need to, what you need to start doing is saying those. Yeah, heels. right. Sorry, Drop the heels. Yeah, not, not bomb. Forget bomb. Like Jeffrey Campbell's right. and I went flying through the front door. Whoa, she remembers. Hey, Grandpa, you can, you, can you hear us? <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Yes. You're a little low. You could turn your gain up a bit, but we're happy to have you. Just to fill you in so you're included in the conversation. By the way, my 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 computer got hacked. Oh. So I couldn't get any, do anything without going through Comcast. Dang. Uh, so and Brandon kept calling me, and Marissa was calling me, and it was like... You're like, why did I ever have I'm grandkids? Sorry, I, don't know what we're, I don't even know what we're discussing with this nice lady. We're discussing gentleman. love uh, through the generations. So uh, dating, romance. John and Andrea um, were just telling us how they met on Bumble and um, the sort of love over the years as you get more. Oh, nice. Uh, I just want to ask uh, uh, Sierra, um, is my sound, am I okay right now with you with sound? Yes, we're good now. Thank okay. you so much. Right. Thank you. Um, oh, there he is. You all look so happy since I wasn't one for a while. But anyway. Yeah, Talking love. That's talking talkin love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gra Grandpa found his uh, interest on uh, Bumble as well, right? Or uh, similar. 
similar to Bumble. I don't know what Bumble is. Is that something to do with a B? Or no. <laughs> you met your wife on a dating It's a website, dating website. Right? I, I did. It was called chemistry.com. Okay. 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 Is that how, nice. you, guys, is that how you guys Yeah. And, so that's and, a, and uh, you know, I have I had uh, I had a client who a woman, she's a female, and she was single, and she, uh, you know, whenever I'd go in and we'd talk about her business, but then we'd always talk about how she's doing or how I'm doing in that regard. And she said, "Look, she says you got to go on Bumble." I I met a guy, and uh, it's been great, and you know they're they're together. So that's how I found out about. It. I didn't even know it, know it existed. Um, and yeah, it, it was a really good one. It, Grandpa, it's the, it's the kind of thing where the women get to choose the guys. The guys can't choose the women. So you just go up there and... Um, you, you pray and wait to be called. Yeah, <laughs> you, you hope somebody shows some interest. And then... Isn't that how it generally happens in <laughs> yes. life? Well, if it's going to go well, yes. Uh, but but uh, uh, the women will reach out and then you have 24 hours to respond. If you don't, the request or the interest notification goes away and you lose the opportunity. And if the man responds within 24 hours, then the women has 48 hours to respond to him. And if that little cadence doesn't complete itself, then, you know, it, it moves lost. on. You've yeah. lost the, lost the connection. Just like that. Which is. So do you like put up a, a dollar sign and a heart? And uh, Grandpa, how do you, how do you do it? You, oh, you, you, you put your net worth right across. I mean, your what? Forehead, <laughs> and then you get and you get a lot of hits, right? But they're not necessarily the right kind. Here, here's my here's my question: Is uh, I we <laughs> see, see my mobile profile picture is me in a big. Very nice jacket. It's like when you look up a <laughs> restaurant and like it tells you like how expensive um, it is to go there, yeah. and it's just like how many dollar, dollar signs, signs are there. I I forget. Yeah, um, yeah it is. Uh, what are you saying, Brandon? We're just talking about before. Is your question. Uh, uh, yeah. I have a question. Yes, yeah. Grandpa Please. Bart, what was your what was your first message? Because we've seen some like top level, some S tier game from Andrea and John, so. Oh no! Don't put Grandpa on the spot. <laughs> he said, uh, "Do you no, like the ahead. soda?" No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your what was your first message to Linda, Grandpa? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I was I was trying to get my volume mm. adjusted properly. Can you repeat? Yeah. Question? So we've got some S tier level game from both John and Andrea from what they've told us. So. My question is: When you first messaged Linda, what what happened? What did what did you say? How how good is your game? Um, what did I yeah. first say when I first met her? I said um, I'd like to go to Best Buy to take a look at some TVs. I respect that. Mm -hmm. She was. I, was, right, well, I was like pretty fucking close, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I so did. <laughs> 
That's that's because yeah, that's, really that's my you line on the dating apps as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that could be a good flat that could be a good gauge of like <laughs> what's gonna go on there because you know, you get to the electronic store and you know, depending on how what kind of what size TV are you gonna be looking at, you know, it's a good gauge of like, you know. Well, she's still breaking <laughs> up. Well, that's good then. Well, and then when you go into Best Buy, you kind of hang back and see whether they want to go to the TV section or the audio know. section. It gives you a sense of what they're into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. Good stuff. See, their I taste. remember yeah. my question. Um, <laughs> my question was, uh, I, I was very, uh, it's, it's kind of amazing. It's like, you know, three generations all from the dating apps, basically, right? Like my grandfather. Um do you do you think it's better than meeting people random you know like that it just makes the odds better or I, I don't know anybody that meets someone on the street anymore no. i was i was working so much that i didn't even have the opportunity to meet anybody now my daughter actually just met a guy a couple weeks ago in a bar they were hanging out and they're now they've gone on like four or five dates so it it's actually still happening but i don't really hear that that happens that much anymore I mean, if you pick the right person online, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like meeting, you know. If you're meant to meet, you're meant to meet. I I, I think it's more efficient. Yeah. You know. And you can easily you can weed out the weird. <laughs> well, you can weed out the people. I mean, I got to the point where I was on a dating uh, app before that, and I spent so much time like fixing. The guys, <laughs> I was like, listen, you got it. I'm not interested, but you need to fix your profile picture or, you know what? You need to like say something else. You're not going to find anyone with, with you're just giving advice. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was giving advice. I love Helping that. These guys find the name. Yeah. Yeah. They would come back and they would say, I just want to let you know, like, like I, I, I found like, I found somebody and uh, so much, and I was like, you know, it's the picture, <laughs> like you, you can only see like one side of your face and it's blurry or, you know, I don't know. It just was strange. But I felt an obligation to help these guys out a little bit, and mm. I love that. I think what? the I think the best line I got, um, a woman said to me one time, it was on the phone because you were we'd followed up, and she said she was talking about the men online and their profiles, and she said, if every guy who says they love long walks on the beach were on the beach, there'd be no room on the beach, because <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that's like a Amen. standard line, right? Oh, mm. love toes in the sand, you know. That's funny. Now, John and Andrea, did you guys do the single dance places uh, also? No. Well, I I went to, I was married twice many years ago, and then I wasn't married for many years, and I uh, and I would go to single dances, and uh, everybody did a line dance, and I couldn't do it after ten years. I still couldn't do it. Right. Well, so I have two left feet. I think I'd be like that, Grandpa. So that's fun. I'm glad I didn't try it because I, I wouldn't. Have. So where I I didn't hear the beginning of of the uh, podcast. Where did you guys meet? We um, met on a dating site, uh, Bumble. Yeah, we're we're here in Philadelphia. I I, I mean, where where are you? Oh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. We're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in oh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay. We we met at an Asian restaurant here in Philadelphia. Because my criteria, the number one on the dating site was you have to live within a mile of where I live. Not and and I got and and I would reach out because it would say, 
within like, you know, 0.8 miles and I reach out and they'd be like, oh no, like I, I live in Wildwood. I, I, I work in Philly, but that's not too far. And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> like it's anywhere over the bridge or going to the suburbs. I was like, no, come on, please, please. No, no, I'm sorry. So that no. was, that was like my best asset. I lived within a month. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't have to work too hard. That's really interesting. Um, I happen to won't go online, and the only woman that didn't have a photo, I started, you know, talking with her, engaging with her, and ended up marrying someone that lived pretty much very close to where I live and worked within one mile of where I'm at, and I just happened to move back to Philadelphia. Never intended to, but uh, I came back for other reasons, and um, and married somebody that's right from the area that I grew up in, which is weird. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. How long? How long have you guys been? We're not married, married. No, we're yet. Not married. Yeah. No, we're, no, we're not married. Oh, you're not married. Oh, okay. Uh, we've been dating for two and a half years. Well, how long have you been? And between between COVID and the George Floyd, and there were so many life events that took place the year of COVID. Like we experienced so much together um, than I experienced with someone I've known for 15 years. I mean, we just, we just experienced that much. You, you say you've known no, another for 15 years? No, but I experienced years? more with John oh, than oh, I have okay. with like anyone, you know, in my previous marriage with him, you know, in 20 years, you know, because we ex- I, I I didn't want to get into technical problems with you, Sierra, but I'm actually not getting anything through my headphone. I'm listening on the speaker, and it's a little okay. more difficult for me to hear things. And he's my best friend. Well, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Took me, uh, I think I dated for like four okay. years before I got married. Yeah, I. Would, I go yeah, ahead, go, John. Uh, I, would, I was just going to, you know, say I, I, just, I just didn't date. Um, I just didn't date for many years. I wasn't ready to date. I didn't want to date. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I just didn't think that what we've described we have was even possible. I saw it with other people, but I, I just gave up. I'm like, it's either too long a journey to get to that or it's not available to me. And, and so I'll just, mm-hmm. so I just would hang out with groups of people, you know, men and women. So, so Bumble no, was your first that, and only dating website. Did you use dot com? But it was like the worst. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. uh, do I want to even ask crazy stories? Uh-huh. I don't think I do. I don't. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna tell you, man. You didn't get picked up. The man got a message first. A <laughs> <laughs> game like that? I don't believe it. I know. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm just saying there's a lot of people. I don't want to write some saying, saying, right? (laughs) A lot of what's happened to them along. And, uh, you know, you meet meet people and they want to tell you about what was wrong with their husband. And, like, all of a sudden you feel like you're sitting there taking shit for that guy. And I'm like, I I, I can't help you with that. That happened. And if you're ready to go forward, then let's talk. Most of them are not. I mean, it's not easy. It's difficult. These are. 
these are people who made commitment to other people and they've lived a life together and they've had maybe children, a lot of shared responsibilities. They had great hopes and expectations at one time. You know, it was all going to be a white picket fence and, and, and beautiful sounding music in the background. And it wasn't. And, and they did everything probably to try to hang on to it and it, and it failed. And now they find themselves starting over again. And there's a lot of hurt, mm-hmm. just a lot of deeply hurt people. How, how, this is a question for everyone, but how do you guys, how'd you get over heartbreak? Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's a long journey. Um, years, if you're honest about it, you know, I mean, a lot of people can turn on their heel and walk away and kind of shut it out, but a lot of people can't. So you, you just have to, you just have to work through why certain aspects of that relationship, uh, as good as some of them were, were, were just lethal. They were not good for you and maybe not good for them. And the fact that the two of you figured it out or one of you figured it out, uh, and you've made a, cha- a you know, a decision to move away from each other is probably a good thing because now you have a chance to, to reboot and, and do better, you know, uh, find something that is right. But it kind of goes back, Brandon, what you asked before. It's like, how do you, how do you tell people in their mid twenties this? It's, it, it, it's experience. You know, it's, it's, it's a rocky road. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's made in 2015 and we dated for a couple of years and then, um, he passed away. He passed away. He was 56. He was a retired doctor. And that was back in 2017. That was hard. That was my mom wow. had passed away five weeks before that. Um, but thank you. But, uh, but, wow. um, but I was okay I'm about so that sorry. because I was going to move yeah. on with this guy and we, were, we had like plans and stuff. And then when he passed away, I think it was just so much in between like too close together that I just kind of, um, I think I was in shock for a little while. And then I traveled, um, went to go see all my friends and just, I healed, I just healed somehow. I don't know. Resilience, I guess. And then I didn't date again until, um, I moved to Philly and found myself and then I found John. So I was kind of lucky to find two nice guys. Um, I, I grew up in Lafayette Hill, right outside of, um, so where you originally from Andrea? Where are you but, from? Uh, you know, right next to Chestnut Hill. I, I grew up in uh, Lafayette Hill. Lafayette Hill, yeah. Um, of where? And then I went to college in Miami, and then I lived in New oh, Jersey yeah, for 25 years. That's where I raised I, my I, girls. Yeah. And then uh, like after my youngest daughter uh, went to college, I moved back to Philly, wow. where my family's from. So, nope. Oh, well, Lafayette Hill. But I never lived in and the city. You, I've, John, I've lived in the city from Philly going on th- almost three years. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Um, I grew up in New England. No, I was asking John, where was yeah. he from uh, In originally? the state of Maine. Paper boy from Maine. That's what we call him. Yeah, I, you know, just a kind of a country boy from Maine. Um, <laughs> most up there. And, Hung around on the beaches and, you know, had a paper route, put up with the winters, skied. Rather simple life, but a good good place to grow up. Really good place to grow up.
So, uh, Sierra, have you uh, been on any of these uh, uh, dating no, websites? No, it's pretty, you know, it's it's proximity based, you know. So, no. How about Finus? Finus? Um, no, I don't. I used to have them, but it's a lot I don't of work. have them anymore. It's, uh, it's a lot I feel too busy, I guess. Or is this too much work? I don't know. It's a lot. It's a what lot. about it's a heartbreak? Lot. Have you guys ever been heartbroken and had to get over it? Grandpa, yeah. finest, it's zero, anybody? Well, good, <laughs> good talk. <laughs> yes. I have been. What, what would you? Well, no, I mean, what uh, would you give as a piece of advice to somebody listening? Yes, that was I've been going through heartbreak through right now. Um, to lean into still compassion and love, always, even when you're hurt, and you think it's like I can't do it anymore. I'm not going to give anybody anything. I think that is probably the, the thing that's going to hurt you the most. I think it manifests itself the more you hide from people and, and, and think that, you know, they're the they're the problem or you're the problem. I think it's best to probably when just, I, I, would, I, I mean, easier said than done. Because yeah. here I am, I have a dating website, um, dating app, but I did, I became that's probably what I would tell somebody. I'm healed first time in my wounds. life and I, I focused on myself and I didn't really care much about anyone or anything around me. But it comes back. It does come back when, when the joy starts to come back to your life and you move on and find other hobbies and other jobs and other guys. Um, so it, time does heal all wounds, Grandpa. You're right. Well, every, every relationship mm-hmm. has some value, um, even if it doesn't come to that white picket fence glorious ending you know, that, we, that I talked about before. You take something with you. Um, and hopefully it's preparing you to be better and, um, you know, more engaged or more involved in the next relationship. So, yeah, I, I experienced heartbreak too. It was, it was difficult. Um, but if you don't feel too, you know, if you stop feeling sorry for yourself and, and really take a look at the blessing that the relationship was, and how you can take the love that you put into that relationship and put it somewhere else. Um, yeah, it, you know, it minimizes the loss. I think it minimizes the hurt. Um, I think, you know, I know in my case, I learned a lot, you know, I just, I just learned a lot about myself because love makes you vulnerable mm-hmm. and you really can't learn anything until you're vulnerable, open and, empathetic to other options, other ways of thinking and doing things or looking at things. So that's the part that hurts. I think, I think that's so hard, John, because, um, when you do that, right? Like the, the statistically most likely option is getting hurt back, right? You open yourself up and I mean, it's every rom-com's ever been about this, but like, the i don't know i feel like the trauma of going through a a negative relationship or something is uh 
you have to like close yourself off to like be okay you know and it's hard to open back up and i I, hopefully i'm getting like healthier and more mature as i get older and like maybe nicer Mm -hmm. and stuff but it's still it feels so tricky and i'm like oh this this fucked up shit from me as a little me is like it's right here you know yeah yeah well it's it's, something i have to work through it's it's that vulnerability that that you got to be willing to do mm-hmm. that hurts the most. Um, but if you don't, I mean, what's the option? If you don't do it, then what, you know, you become this, this moron who sits around repeating life the same way every day. You know, it's like, it's you like, have to allow yourself to feel the hurt. Yeah. So you then eventually, go for it. then eventually it just, just doesn't hurt anymore, you know, and then you're ready to move. You know, why, why is it that as, as we get older, we aren't willing to take risks with who we are the way we do when we're kids? Mm-hmm. You know, when we're kids, we take, we take the risks mm. and there's plenty of rejection when you're a kid. But, oh my gosh. But I, I feel like th- though that's a hard one because as kids, we don't hide nothing. We're, we're straightforward. We're shooting from the hip. There is there, we don't even know how to, um, and when it hurts, it hurts. But as you get older, people will like, there's just so much more to it. There's so much more layered. Uh, you have, you have trauma. Other people around you have trauma. I, I was just, um, reading this book about cartooning and, and facial expressions. And this person was saying you should probably even not never even draw adults' facial expressions because they hide them so much. They never, you know, they never show what's on their face. So there's no reason to even, uh, try to draw their facial expressions. Uh, but I thought that was funny because. It's true. I, <laughs> I mean, we're always. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's totally true. It's, it's, it's totally true. And I think you're right, Finus. There's an awful lot more to it, but, but is there? I mean, it's the bullshit that we bring on ourselves as we mm-hmm. kind of lean into the expectations that yeah. others in the world have for us. And that's like, you know, what, what, what? You lose yourself to that shit. You're, you're in trouble. And I've done it. God knows I've done it, man. God. Yeah, there it is. I've done it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but you're bringing it full circle of like, if we can, if we can rip, I mean, strip away those expectations for even if it's not your lover or your, per- well, we're all lovers. If that'd be the case, then, you know, if we can all just take each other for not, uh, take them for who they are. <clears throat> but the yeah, the thing yeah, I say about cool. Andrea is, hmm. and we talked about this best friend thing is, you know, I remember, I guess I've already said this. I probably am repeating myself now, but I remember as a kid getting up and I couldn't wait to go see the kid next door because we just had nothing but fun. I mean, it was just fun. And I was free and I just had to be me. And no matter what I said or did, it was okay. And uh, I came home happy, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what we have. So that from that perspective, Staying open and coming full circle in that way, which is very childlike, I think it's important for to find good love. And it's hard to do, and most of us are not willing to do it because it, it the alternative sucks. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon, what do you feel about uh, what do you feel yes. about heartbreak? You, you never uh, never went into it. Uh, what do I feel? I think. Uh, it depends on, uh, how traumatic it was, right? I think trauma always takes time, but, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't specifically date anyone for almost four years because of a really, really bad Mm -hmm. relationship where I got hurt, you know? Um, 
And I think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I'm trying to figure yeah. this stuff out. I have no idea. Um, just a shot in the dark. If yeah. you had to give someone advice that just went through heartbreak, what would you say to them? Uh, I would say I had a really smart friend named Finus who told mm. me that you just need <laughs> compassionate love <laughs> and understanding. <laughs> yeah. They should be fine, man. <laughs> Finus, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah also i don't know just stay the fuck away from toxic people like why do we do that to ourselves you know but like i i was always even even when i was a small kid in school i was really um into being around people that hurt mm. me uh whether like subconsciously or consciously because i felt like if i could get their approval i fucking won you know which is so it's such a uh I'd have to unpack where that comes from, but uh, getting out of that and growing and learning as a person is like just so, so freeing because it's, it's yeah. And, and this is the other thing that I'm sort of going through now is, um, you know, that feeling of butterflies in your stomach. I don't know. Probably everybody's experienced that. I heard recently that that is a bad thing because the person that you're around should make you feel like what John said, like you can be a small child where you can let all the weirdness out and be yourself as opposed to like, whoa, I'm so excited. I need to be on my best behavior. Um, uh, you know, and I've been around people where I've, I've, I've dated before where it's like, oh my gosh, they're so amazing and I'm enamored and I have to like be this thing. But then you don't see all the weirdness and all the craziness and all the stuff that That's how I it was like in the beginning. Myself, I always had butterflies. I don't know. But now it's excitement. We say our favorite time of the day is yeah. is at night because that's when the world Good. shuts down and we get to go into bed and we get to talk and hang out and be together without like any interruptions at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I don't know how much longer we have you, but I, I this is a another tough question. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about it. <clears throat> what about... Like, I guess I'm a single person and I'm afraid of getting too content or getting cold feet. What, what's up with that? Are y'all, y'all, is, is that a, is that a thing that ha- happens or you have to deal with it? Do you, well, do I tell you them every deal day with that? I'll, I'll spend the now? rest of my days just uh, appreciating you and never getting too comfortable. And cause I know that feeling, I know it happened in the past and um, I'll never take one single day with you for granted. If that's what you mean like content, like lax, right? Yeah, I'm like content is a good thing. Like I, I used to think content was great feeling to be like happy. But then as I got older and started getting in relationships, I felt like, oh man, I I won't, I'm not happy with this. There's so much more for me to go out there. And I'm, I'm wondering if that's a feeling that you no, that you've had and it's gone away or if it's something like, that doesn't go away. Ago, we think he fell a little deeper in love because his whole, um, you know, it just, he just went from here to here, you know, with our relationship. Um, mm-hmm. No, every day gets better. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Content, content is a, is an interesting word, but I, um, I think, Content is a false sense of security that comes to us because of routine. And we get into routines that we sort of like 
mm. decide are the way we are. And if that shit's happening, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be, you, you got to move out of routine. You got to bring each other something new. You, you know, you've got to bring yourself something new so that you can bring it to them. I mean, love needs to be nourished, man. Relationships need to be nourished. There needs to be fresh intake that both parties bring based upon who they interact with and what they experience in the world, what they read, what they learn, what they know, what, what they become aware of that they weren't aware of before and then share it. But that other person has to be willing to share it. They can't say, oh, that's fucking stupid. Right. And the other thing you got to do is what Brandon has said is just Mm -hmm. stay away from toxic people because they'll screw it up. They'll screw everything up. It's like dominoes. If you meet a a toxic person, then you're going to bring that toxicity that affected you into your house. Mm -hmm. And and the next thing you know, the person you're with is feeling that shit. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, what's going on? Sometimes you can't even define it, but it was the, you know, the asshole you had to listen to for two hours. You know, it's just, it's, you got to keep, live clean and, uh, keep it, keep renewing it. Routine, content, that's bullshit. There is no content, man. No, we're meant, we're meant to press forward in life. I mean, it's, you know, we're pretty lucky. We're human. We're of the human species, but you know, it's still survival of the fittest some way, somehow. And you got to keep, you got to keep loading your gun with rich things that are going to take you to different places. Wow. Very well worded again. Like that even, you're right. I mean, that's the great way to think about it. It changes my mindset of how I will look at it, even a situation I'm going into. It's like, I don't have to be content with it because there's no, there is no contentment, um, which I great. I'm glad. Yeah, content is <clears throat> good, not good. Fun. Good food for thought. You know, okay. I'm I'm really curious about Grandpa's answer to this. What's the question? A bit further in years. (laughs) 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 Whatever fine is asked. Uh, Contentment being good in a relationship. I mean, I, I assume, Grandpa, that you don't have butterflies in your stomach as far as your like rom- romance goes right like it's more a walk in the park i guess so can you hear me okay <laughs> I, yeah it's not it's not something that i've really ever been worried about um if that's what you mean your whole life or no, just really, as an older I, man I had several girlfriends over the years and and um and uh they, I, I had nice relationships, but I, I basically ended them. And, um, and I, uh, no, I, I just never worried about any, any thing about, about relationships. Maybe I what, should. What have, changed now? But, pardon? <laughs> well, what, 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 what's changed now, right? Cause well, you're I'm in, older and I, I mean, and you're married. I, I, uh, I figure that, uh, you know, uh, whatever it is now, that's for the rest of my life. So I better be a good boy. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So that's I, a good answer, I yeah. apologize. I have to jump. Um I got a place I gotta go. Thing I no, gotta I understand. Do. No problem. A friend uh, lost the lost one of her offspring. So not good. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, I'm so sorry. And, and, and when I mentioned to John about tonight, it was really, yeah. and then like around six twenty-five, he said, "Oh no, we have to go to this." But then we reached out and told him we'd be late. So we're good. Absolutely. No, no, no. Thank, thank you so much for for coming on at all. Under such circumstances, we super appreciate it. And this is, yeah, I love talking to you guys. So, uh, John and Andrea, I'm just tell. curious. I don't know. Maybe you mentioned, and I hope I'm not asking something that I shouldn't. But um, what type of profession or work did you do, or how do now? Um, I am in the business of helping businesses prepare themselves for consolidation. Um, what that means is I help, I help them strengthen their human resource, their financial position, their, and this gets pretty boring, but the, the, the elements of due diligence so that when they're going to be acquired, which is an inevitable thing because there's no succession, there's no new family members, or the industry is consolidating, they will get the highest value for their family and their estate out of the business, which too many middle market companies do not do. They just kind of sit around waiting for somebody to come along with a big check. And then they, mm-hmm. then they're surprised because they find out that it's like the person who gives you all the money for your house. And then they bring in the guy who picks it apart. And the next thing you know, they're saying, well, we can't pay you this much because that's not right. We can't pay you this much because that's not right. So we clean all that up so that uh, they're in better charge of what they what they do when they sell. So I'm, I'm sort of a an exit planner for business owners, I guess, another way of saying it. Maybe you could get uh, Coca-Cola and Hershey together. Yeah. Merge That'd be good. And nobody over there listening to me, I promise you. <laughs> How about you, Andrea? What is your... I am a divorce and um, child custody coach. I um co-parenting coach. Um, I focus on families and children, keeping the unit. And I also am a um, child custody mediator in Philly. And volunteer for Philly Truce. Yes. yes. And if any, any listeners are new to the the podcast, I would check out the Philly Truce episode. I think it's amazing. Yes, so. it was good. And AndreaGoldner.com yeah. to look at my coaching website. Yeah. You wear multiple hats. Yes. Yes. No, no. Plug away. You guys, uh, yeah. you got that YouTube Do channel it. up yet that we can plug on here? No, but when it, listen, I'll be knocking on your door when that baby's yes. ready and, and uh, we'll come, we'll talk. We'll, we'll promote it. We'll I will do that. I really, Have a great night. Absolutely. I do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. So good seeing you. Yes. All right. So good great to see you all. Nice smiles. Nice talking to you. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Gang, gang, gang. Is this like a school day? Like a half waiver day? And it's like, school's out, kid. <laughs> Finest closes the the riverside every week and he's like hallelujah <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah we can end here if you want to um whatever is there anything i mean this we can go into it i feel like this is one of those uh episodes that uh is true true and dear to your heart you love her boy me personally would would you say that about good old brandon here uh, Brandon, I, I think I you're that like that. Dude, that good, old, so good old weird. Brandon boy. Yeah, I, I, I think you're. I mean, I, I think it's one of the endearing things about you. You're, you're very, uh, you're very 
hopeless romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, man, is is that thing about uh toxicity is just like I don't want to say uh how do you know that it's you or them, right? Because as far as like being toxic, I'm very, very like try really hard to be as good as I can always, right? And I've gotten fucked over in that way before. But but I will say, um, like that feeling of butterflies or like, oh, I'm uncomfortable or nervous or I'm like, is that me or is that the the other person, you know? Like, yeah. You might have some type of uh, earmuffs, grandpa. No, I'm joking. You might have some type of fancy kink, brother. No, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What do you think about that, my grandfather? Grandfather. Grandpa Brand is a masochist. I'm sorry. Any technical experts could get my headphones to work because... We can. You want to? Let's do that right now, girl. Right, I'm gonna fi- no. I'm gonna Facetime you after this show, and we're gonna figure all this shit out. I'm gonna. He doesn't know you. how to Facetime. <laughs> I'm gonna Facetime you this weekend, Grandpa Bart, and we're gonna. Okay. You know, show me the whole setup. You know, show me all the plugs, and yeah. then I'm gonna fix it. I am, I wasn't having a problem a couple weeks ago, and now. Yeah. I don't which, know what what changed? Did. What guest in this one? I am. What changed? I don't know. If I knew, then it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it burn. It. <laughs> just got burned by. But you know what's interesting? I'm not hearing myself on the speaker, but I'm hearing you guys. So that that's might be thing, a clue. Yeah. No, that's a mm. good thing. I think that's something. Uh, Here, you got your does. you got your mouse on you, Grandpa. I do. I want you to mouse over the speaker button below your image. Do you see that? Right. You no, see it. Yeah, and what are what's the list? What does that list say? Focus right. I want you. Is there a check mark next to focus right? Did that. Now I don't hear anything. But put your headphones on. Headphones. Oh. Headphones. Look at you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> What about now, Grandpa? Wow, what a difference. Uh, fuck now I me. can hear what's going on. Fuck me. Well, less. But you know what? I'm not hearing my own. Wait a second. I don't. No, I'm not hearing my own uh, mic, but I'm hearing you guys. We hear you good. You we don't need to hear time. yourself, right? No, not really. Yeah, is, your ga- is, is your gain all the way up? It is now, but I'm testing one. Yeah, but my mic is not coming through my headphones. We're gonna fix it. Signals are. We're gonna great, but you can hear us better now, right? I can hear you much better. I mean, I was having a hard time here. Finally, Grandpa, what do you think about love? What do I think about it? I think the world's a beautiful place Uh, most of the time, not always. Some old person, beautiful. You know, this eight thousand mile diameter rock that we live on is got all kinds of interesting things, and it is a beautiful place. But then there's a lot of sadness in the world too. You know, it's uh, kind of a balance. But if, if, if you're asking me what love, you know, you're talking about love between a parent and a child, or love between uh, mates, or what? Ro- ro- romantic, romantic what? love, romantic, romantic love. love. Well, it's yeah. wonderful if you happen to be with the right person, and you're both mm-hmm. considerate of one another. Sure. Have you guys ever settled? Settled. Yeah. 
by that, what do you mean? Settling for someone where you don't feel what you just described, but it it's okay enough to be with them. Yeah, I think uh, in my particular case, I guess just the fact that I'm up in years, uh, you 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 have to you know you made your bed, you're going to lie in it, and I, that may be a negative way of putting it, but but you know you always have pluses and minuses in life. But I'm very happy in my marriage, you know. Uh, but there's always, there's always, I don't care whether you're two women or two men or a man and a woman or whatever, what you are, there's always going to be certain things about one another that uh, appeal to you and certain things that don't. And sometimes it's better to just bite your tongue and just, you know, realize that the other person has feelings just like you do mm-hmm. and deal with, you know, live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. No, I like that answer. I mean, yeah. I think you just got to get along with it. Is sometimes you don't agree with them, but you accept them for who they are. There's no expectations part. You know, you don't have to see eye to eye. You probably never will see completely eye to eye, right? Um, I keep thinking about like uh, my family in the, not my complete, like my intermediate family, just some family in general during like COVID when some people were wearing, not wearing masks and going out and doing whatever they wanted. <clears throat> and I remember thinking like, man, I love these people, but I expect them to do better, you know, but then it doesn't work like that. Right. You can't expect them to. Like that's a true to me. That was a true um, question of do I love this person or not? Like, what can I do to try to like, you know, what do you do here in a situation? Which that's, usually I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's been like the craziest thing is like finding out because like just for me personally, that's been one of the craziest things, finding out which one of my which 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 family members I like dead ass cannot trust because it's I've had several family members that like are just that had been just traveling or just not wearing a mask or traveling with a mask mm-hmm. but not net but they like not necessary trips and everything and <laughs> it just reminded me like you know those memes like every Thanksgiving that's like hashtag thanksgiving with white families hashtag thanksgiving with black mm-hmm. families and like the black thanksgivings are just like super chill and like the white thanksgiving tags are always like super crazy because like everybody at least politically is typically on the same page in a black family versus in the white family like it gets mm-hmm. real complicated that's what i felt like i finally felt like a resonance with that tag because like <laughs> i was like oh i'm learning a lot that i didn't actually need to know and you're making it really difficult to be related to you right yeah. now and yeah. do, you, do you still love them in spite of that or no? I do, but it's so frustrating because like it's not rooted like our conflict isn't rooted in anything logical. It's like, please vaccinate yourself so that you can stop being at risk so that I can spend time with you and like physically hug you because I love you and you're my family member and you're like, mm-hmm. I can't hear you. Like, it's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Like, I'm literally, it'd be one thing if I was just like, okay, whatever, bitch, die. But I'm like, please don't. <laughs> please help yourself. So what that is, what is that? To, is uh, that, I mean, I, I would feel like it would be so easy to just be like, fuck off. And then you don't care, you know? So like, why, what? Because they're related to you? Is that the only reason? That you- oh, no, no, no. I have many family members that I do not fuck with. Um, which is why it's so like, which is also why it's so frustrating is like, 
I actually like you and you're making it even more difficult to continue to do so. Like, I wouldn't want you to, right. Like I wouldn't want you to get, I obviously don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to die or I don't want you to, you know, lose a limb or never taste good food again or anything like that. Like I'm trying to, if I could, if I could inject it into you, I would (laughs) to help. But it's like, you know, you can't do a whole lot except be mad. I guess we don't all think the same. Everybody, you know, has their own uh, their own ideas of what's the right thing, and you know, and you have to just accept the other person for who they are, because they have to accept you for who you are. I'm gonna accept you from all the way over here. <laughs> You're, as my friend would say, our options are limited now. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? Yeah. What about we you? We haven't heard much from you. Your dating apps. What do I what think do you, about my relatives use? or what? <laughs> what dating apps what, do you use? If that's what you'd like to What dating apps do you use, Sierra? I don't use she any said, yeah, because she, yeah. I, I said I don't use any. I'm not on proximity I'm not, based. And I'm not on. interact with the men around me. <laughs> what, what, a, what about your particular area? Do you not enjoy um, I've been in PWIs my entire life, and yeah. um, it's a sound like what is that? What is T? A predominantly white institution, like oh, predominantly white grade school, high school, college, all of it, and um, it's like a, a very conservative city, so probably not going to work out. Chicago? No, 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 out outskirt, so outskirts of Chicago. Town. Gotcha. Doom. Yeah. I'm I think the only person on dating apps is you at the moment. Me? Yeah. I'm not on any dating apps. Oh, you got rid of it too? We're all... Uh, completely completely got rid of them. Actually. Well, that's why we're single, y'all. Grandpa yeah. got a got a wife. John and I, you saw that. You saw the whole John episode. They, they now, they love Express oh, now. We need to get on, jump on this uh, yeah. Tinder and stuff and all that. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm committed. What's the weather like in C- uh, Sierra in Chicago? Huh? Are, you're in Chicago, right? I'm on the outskirts of Chicago. Not yeah. Chicago. Well, I'm just wondering what the weather was like today. Hot as ass and just really humid and ridiculous. You know what's right? Can you hear this? Yeah. Oh, I can hear some. You know these sick jams that Riverside gave us. Oh no, I don't hear any. Wait. Um, what about? I'm in love with myself. This episode is brought to you by Bumble, guys. Okay. Bumble is the online dating service guaranteed to get you matched with somebody that's going to make your life better. Okay. Real life testimony. Go. I'm about to get sued right now. <laughs> no. What are you going to Can you do that? For? Can you just it's it's basically a spec. It's basically just a public uh, spec. It's promoting fine. without permission. I don't know. You can't uh, promote shit. without permission. No, no, they can they'd be okay. No, yeah. no, no. They love that because they, they don't know. have to pay for it. Exactly. It's like when that guy, it's like when that <laughs> soccer player said like fuck this Coca-Cola and you feed in the opposite of that or whipped out a Nestle water bottle instead, you know, it would have mm-hmm. been crazy. Mm. They would have loved it. Mm. Um, what was I gonna say? Mm, Relationships. What about them? They're Dating cool. Apps. Yeah, they're lame. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dance, music. Have you ever been? Have you ever been? Uh, 
have you ever like just had someone walk up to you and like interact like like flirt with you or have you ever done that to somebody <laughs> um, uh, i love that yes Yes, I, I think for finance every Thursday through Tuesday. Um, I think for both, I I think I'm very awkward, so I don't usually go up to people and just flirt with them. And if unless I'm like spewing out animal facts, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you don't know. you're walking your dog in the park, and then you just hear a salamander can regrow its tail. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 um yeah that's yeah that's that's i think that's as far as my flirting goes um i have been flirted with and it makes it's not very genuine i think that's my issue i think i think i'm like really slow to the, like the whole thing like i'm i like things that go you need that deep intense john game john level game oh yeah someone and... someone needs to be like i looked at the sun one way and i looked at you and i <laughs> <laughs> No, he was like the sun is as sure the sun. as your eyes. The sun is as sure as as sure as the sun rises. I know love is in your eyes. <laughs> he legit so said damn. that. That's amazing, Grandpa. You know what's what, the though? most? Yeah, go find. No, I'm just saying. Like, if someone came to me and did that, that's what a cold feet thing would activate in me. Where I'm like, I can't. I ain't doing this. If you this, if I got the most beautiful thing eyes you've seen, you haven't seen nothing. <laughs> anything yeah <laughs> you just you just say bitch you liar you're, you're like you're liar. like have you seen my eyes <laughs> are you sure <laughs> i'm sir, at the museum yeah. sir look at me do you need medical attention i don't think you're well do you have a fever exploding. yeah uh, that's funny <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you haven't seen anything in this world that's uh that's a thing of maturity though man you gotta becoming uh secure within right we accept yeah. the love we think we deserve. Perks of being a wallflower now out on VHS. It is on Free VHS. Ads. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they're gonna be up. And they're gonna be all in you. And I had the same. Didn't record right. the freshly bit. Oh yeah, freshly. Yeah, freshly was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? We keep it up. They may be giving us average. That's the only reason I know about freshly is from a I podcast. Really I know. I really wish I'd been recording that because I was dead ass like an ad. We're like, wait, what? It's cheaper than this? Oh, well, screw this other service. I'm gonna do this. How many do I get? I get ninety bucks. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, finest. Like yes, we we want what we can't have, kind of thing, right? That's what you're saying. If someone's like, oh my god, I'm obsessed with you, you're like, ugh. And then if they're like, <laughs> I'm good, you're like, why? Why are you good? Good. I know for one, I'm like, yeah, they like out in the world. I'm like, ugh. if they go, I don't like you. Go, you have terrible taste. And then I walk away. <laughs> so there's just no, no there's, there's no middle no, ground. With there is no pleasing me. Compliments are a lie and the insults are just denial. <laughs> Clearly, you're not looking right. <laughs> grandpa, grandpa, what's the most romantic thing you've ever said to somebody? Most romantic thing? Um... Let me see. Uh, this would—I don't know if this would qualify as romantic, but um, uh, how would you like to get undressed? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought at first you were going to say, "Would you like to go to Best Buy?" And then, <laughs> well. Get under, first you get undressed, then we go to Best Buy. That probably worked, Loki. Can we can we make that a clip? That that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna go viral. 
I'm not the romantic type, maybe. I guess. How how am I? Am I? Maybe I'm not a romantic type either. Then. When would you ask someone to take their clothes off? Let's ask. We'll find out if you're romantic or not. Is it after the Best Buy or before? Me? Yeah. I would never ask somebody to get undressed. <laughs> well, that might at some point you might need it might might help with the whole. They're like, you want to fuck me? Yeah, we can keep our clothes on. It's totally fine. Dry humping is more intimate and romantic anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon the never nude. <laughs> Um, there's a pandemic going on i don't know (laughs) right (laughs) yeah that's a that's a weird thing the clothes either come off on their own or they don't you 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 don't know may may i the beginning because it's going to be pretty disappointing if you get there and then what like if you you know you set a time you set a place both of y'all get there one is bare ass naked and the other one you know, he's waiting for it. Tried. Someone else, <laughs> waiting just for like no tell. pants and like every shirt, socks, everything else. No, <sighs> nobody is showing up anywhere without me wearing my Donald Duck shorts. And there you go. And a mask. Can I help you on un, un, uh, button your bra? There you go. <laughs> That's a better one. That's a better one. Yeah. Um, okay. No, no, no. no. I think Ooh, grandpa's amazing. No, it's it's funny. Great. No. My next one was, <laughs> I didn't know bras had buttons. Would be my question. I was about to say. It's okay. No, no, no. Maybe just, you hooked her up already with like some like real cool, like Fenny Gucci stuff, some something cool that's got a button. I don't know. I don't know all your rules. Grandpa has no idea what is going on. What's a good <laughs> what good you're time. saying? Oh man. Um well, okay. Let let me ask you this, Grandpa. Uh, what would you ask my sister, or what advice would you give her in the dating world, romance, love wise? I'll just find a nice person that that uh, is respectful and really cares about you, you know. And uh, hopefully, they're you know well educated, refined, nice person. And just in case, keep some. Which incidentally, your mm-hmm. sister called me while we were on the podcast. But oh, I told her I'd call back. Did she talk to you about her romantic life? Um, not really, not generally. She has mentioned, you know, about boyfriend in the past, but other than that, I'd say no. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we should talk about love more as a in a family unit? Are you? Who are you asking the question of? Uh, hmm, Brandon. Yes, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> that was that was to you, Grandpa. Um, but uh, do we should we talk about love more? Yeah, I'm always advocate uh, advocating to talk about it more. I don't know about you, but I think about it a lot more than I talk about it. Right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah, one of those things that we you all think, think about, about a lot more. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. Then we talk, we think about it more than we talk about it. And when I am dating someone and I see them and it's natural, I think it's healthy. It's a red flag if this doesn't happen. But I'm always like a version of myself where I'm like, this is the best version of myself where I'm making an effort to be like the most attractive or likable or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when does that end? Right. Because the you have to like the person who's not trying to be the like you have to like the real person when does that transition happen you know 
want a friendship? I mean, I guess ask the question of when does someone become a friend to you? When do you consider them a friend? You know, like I'm sure it's like it's not like some aha moment. It just happens. Right. Like at one point, there's a there's a comfortable level where you now become friends because you guys spend time together and it's genuine. Uh, and stuff. I would Is say it? episode 44. Yeah, there we are. That was the moment when we started talking about love. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That stuff is, I don't like to think too, I mean, I think about love quite a bit, but I don't like to think about, I don't know. It's weird. Like one part of me is that ignorance is bliss. Like less I think about it, kind of the better. Like let's just let it happen. Eh. Are any, uh, any of you guys in a romantic relationship now or have been recently? No, I'm single. I've been in, I've been in, I think my longest relationship was like almost four years, but I've been single since Pretty then. good amount of time. Yeah. You've been single since? 22. So like six years. I've been single six, six years or so. Oh. Do, do you, do you want to have a relationship or? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like a lot. <clears throat> I have to change my, uh, my little tag at the bottom says finest to finest and somebody else. I don't know. What about you, uh, Sierra and Brandon? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to graduate. I just wanted to graduate without any STDs. And now there's a plague and I just want to get a job and, Pay for my STD. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for your I'm what? Very uh, <laughs> I'm very healthy. I'm very healthy, and I'm totally fine. You put that on your Bumble a, profile. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what I do. I haven't been in a relationship long enough to even have deep, dark, detrimental sunrises in the east type feelings. Yeah, which is good. It's normal, right? Like we don't start that, but like also, I've never. I I say that my longest relationship was on and off for four years, but really it was on for like four months. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm the type of person that dips out so quickly because why? Why not? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying really hard to like, Like I've worked on myself and I feel like I was in a really good place like inside of myself and then like to share that with somebody else. But then like if problems arise, like is it me? Is it them? What's going on? Do you not communicate? So (laughs) you told me, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's this thing of like I'm very open and honest, but uh, through a lens of like um, the least vulnerable way possible, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll tell you how I feel, but I'll be super cool or fine about it, and I won't I won't say why. I won't talk about like my traumas or any of that shit. You know, I just uh, yeah yeah. Sounds like sounds like you just like leaning up against the kitchen wall, like. I'm cool. I was really hurt by what you did last night. Not but why, Brandon? <laughs> really, 
it was fine. It just like really hurt my feelings and all, and like totally made me reevaluate the way I feel about things. But it's whatever. I don't know why I gave you like a yeah. whole like weird jock voice, but it's fine. That's that <laughs> sounded like me. <laughs> um, yeah. Gotta be, gotta be. It's it's tough. You gotta be open and like, you gotta be ready to like fully express yourself and like get your points across when you're i feel like yeah but the, the, the question is when because if you do it on a first date that's a red flag right well like how deep are you going like i'm just saying like you know establishing like you know what you want not i'm like i'm not talking about like like telling your business just like being clear about like what you like what you like how you want to be treated that kind of stuff you know like like if like yeah. if you're offended like if something happens someone says something or does something you're offended like I mean, just like not ignoring it or brushing it off or downplaying it. Like if it does really bother you or it does make you feel a certain sure. way, you know. And it, and it starts to to become an inward thing that you need to think about. Not for you personally, but say you're worried maybe. about put, yeah. maybe. OK, maybe. So maybe you're worried about putting your heart on a sleeve on the first date. My whole thing would be, you know, just be yourself and put your heart on your sleeve. But if you say you love this girl on a first date or love this person, then that's not healthy for you. Like you clearly don't know this. Per- you don't know. You don't like, have I'm, a judgment. Yeah. So then I will be pointing the finger. <laughs> I would point the finger at the person that's like you. I'll be pointing the finger at you. If you're worried about, yeah. if you're worried about saying too much on a first date, then maybe you're probably saying too much on a first date that you don't know this person well enough to make these assumptions. That's the expectation thing. Like when John and Andre are talking about, you have the expectations of this relationship and you're putting on this person, and then. That that's nuts. That may, that's what makes you the toxic person. Not not you personally, but someone that was to do something like that. So so here's here's a great example: is when do you say I love you? Because I have friends, and maybe they're a little they're in their thirties that they said they already said I love you to someone that they've been like boyfriend girlfriend with or whatever for like a month, uh, two months max, right? And to me, that's crazy that's... to me that to me that's love supply and demand because <clears throat> <laughs> i just said that to my wife the other day for the first time after being with her for like eight or ten years see i think it's just another communication thing like you gotta know like you have to be able to communicate with like your partner and understand like if they want to hear that and like, like where they're at, like, if you're like, if you know what you're doing or you have like an understanding of your relationship, you should be able to look and be like, okay, at this point we're vibing. I think it's good. This would be a good time for me to drop that. Like if you're just doing it because that's how you feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like, don't do what you feel like, but I'm saying like, you got to, you should be able to tell, like, okay, is my is this even going to be received? It's just like a proposal. It's like, is this really going to be received well? Is this a good idea? Does this make sense? Yeah. Wait, gra- Grandpa, you've never, you guys have never said I love you before? Maybe a few times. Maybe possibly a few times. I want to ask you a question, though. Um, would you continue a relationship if you were attracted to someone, um, you know, physically attracted, uh, really mentally attracted, but you were very different politically. You were like on on the opposite spectrum politically. Would you continue a relationship with that person? No. I I would. Yeah, I completely would. 
but um yeah but i i feel that way about many many things that are important you know like i have very strong political views one way right but i also have strong like spiritual views and all that and i yeah i don't need someone to match that for me yeah i, I guess it'd be more extremes if they're too far to any of those things is when i wouldn't like if they're too whatever i don't really care uh whatever i don't i don't honestly yeah yeah you continue a relationship with someone who you're not totally attracted to but you know there's some attraction but you're not you can't not, not absolutely not absolutely i've i've been there done that maybe like okay so are you saying like they're not that attractive but you have like other connections with them I feel like in like one of these raw doll books, there's a quote. I can't remember which one it is. Maybe it's the witches or something where it's like, or Matilda, where they're saying like, basically, even like a pretty person will seem really ugly and horrid in your, through your eyes because of the demeanor and the way that they act and the way that they treat people. But like even a semi, like, but even in like a non-conventionally beautiful person will feel or see or be viewed as beautiful through your eyes because of the way that they make you feel and how like, you know, the way that they treat you and the way that they behave themselves. So like, I kind of feel like, I feel like the, that raw doll effect would kind of come in. Like if you actually really like that person, you know what I mean? Well, I yeah. think a lot of it has to do with the way you feel about yourself physically. Uh, elaborate on that, Grandpa. Well, I think that, you know, when you're young and you're youthful and you have, you know, you're, you're, you're more attractive generally than you are when you get old, uh, you, you have more confidence. Um, so you're, you're, you're more, I guess, more judgmental in, in terms of maybe another person's appearance or whatever. When you're, when you're older, I think that other things, you know, your mental state with the other person tends to be more important than the physical to some degree i know for you the physical was a really important factor right until you got older is that true right and you're better off because i i had one time been with someone that initially i was physically attracted to them but that sort of dwindled but overall, like I, I, I never want to get married, but like I would have married them. Like I was so into them. And then it just like, because I didn't feel that one specific area, like I, I couldn't do it anymore. You know? Yeah. Um, I, this is I'm, all right. I'll make it into a, I'll say a couple of things. Um, no, physically, I can, yeah, I mean, physically, uh, finding someone attractive is really nice and I like it, but I don't personally have to completely find them all the way physically attractive. Um, completely, because, you know, I'm, they you know, got symmetrical face and they, they got two legs, you know, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, but their, their personality is a, is a big deal. But I'll tell you what, though, um, all that being said, I can have a lot in a relationship. You can have friends you can talk to. You can do all this stuff with them, but you can't have sex with them, right? It's good to have a really nice looking 
girlfriend and have a lot of ugly friends. It's fine. It's okay. That's a new one. It's a new one. Yeah. How, how I'm just about, trying to keep your friend circle. <laughs> I'm sorry. How about education wise? You know, if that is way more important to me than uh, physical attraction. I am unattracted to people that I don't feel on the same uh, level with intellectually. Um, oh, I'm the I'm the total opposite, complete yeah. opposite. I will, I, I will I will date anybody as far as in what a, a IQ or education because it's so not valuable to me. Yeah, no, I mean, no, that can't. I don't care if you like. You can have a degree and still be dumb, but I mean, like, if you're just a dumb person in general or not like, don't have common sense or we just don't have that in connection. I don't. Yeah, I, I definitely. This way, there's a way better chance I'll date someone that I'm not physically attracted to, or they're a starch politically, as long as they're like, uh, feel like they're there mentally. Please, yeah, talk. You know, some some of the people where I'm like friends and ro- romantically, where I'm like, oh, this is the one of the dumbest people I've ever met, right? In in that specific way, I have the most amazing time with the best laughs, the most excitement, the best days, like all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But would that last, uh, through a lifetime, you know, if you were real serious, maybe, um, maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. No, it'd just be, I mean, every, I think that could work out for you, Brandon, every day it'd be like exciting and experiment, get them out of the doorway, get them down the driveway. You know, I'm sure this <laughs> is fun, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at all your jokes. Get them on the bus. Yeah, I that's I why. Think I better think you're witty as I'll get out. Like this I, guy know, is... I know, dude. <laughs> I can't. That peekaboo thing. That peekaboo thing you did this morning. <laughs> I thought you was really gone, baby. I thought you was gone, and then you were there. <laughs> damn. You're so funny, baby. Oh. <laughs> you can do that for at least. You can do that for at least twenty years of, oh uh, of happiness. <sighs> We gotta end on that, man. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things that was ever said on the podcast, bro. Don't I'm ready to turn my don't tell our <laughs> listeners about the peekaboo uh, the peekaboo story I told you. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, any any last thoughts from anybody before we end this shit? <sighs> Just that I'm waiting to go watch television. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting with Grandpa Bart and Rosie, always on his shoulder. This is Grandpa and Chill. Grandpa and Chill is brought to you by your hosts, Brandon Fox, Bart Frank, and Finest Jackson. Our producer is Sierra Doss. You can find episodes old and new on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show, and follow us on Twitter for behind-the-scenes moments you can't get anywhere else.